Hello and welcome to the One Fit Woman podcast. I am your coach Aileen and today is episode number 10. So welcome. Thank you for listening and I am going to get started with the questions. So first of all, I wanted to start off by just talking about some of the things that you need to be doing to reach your goal. I know I talk about this a lot, but I think that people tend to forget the things that they need to do and worry about the results that maybe they're not getting, but they're also not doing the things that need to happen. So if you're not doing these things, then you're probably not going to reach your goals. It doesn't have to be all of the things immediately, and you don't have to do each one of the things perfectly. But by not doing any of the things, um, yeah, it doesn't lead to um, you working towards your goals at all. So the first one, number one, I always say this, planning. If you are working with me, if you are working on your own and you you never ever take time to sit down and plan for your week ahead, what you're going to eat, also perhaps your shopping list, um, having a look at your schedule. And this literally can take about 10 minutes. Um, If you're not doing those things, then you're just doing what you were doing before, which is nothing. So please take some time just to sit down, either using notes on your phone, on your laptop, or just grabbing a pen and paper and writing down, you know, what is the plan for this week? Okay, what couple of things am I gonna have for breakfast? lunch, dinners, am I going to be in the house, am I going to be out of the house Um, and just thinking about that rather than tomorrow morning I wake up and I'm actually leaving the house at 6am and I'm going to be out all day working because obviously at the moment people are at home and um, working from home, sometimes going into the office, some people don't work and they have a family and they're, they're managing their children's schedules and so on but you still need to sit down because if I'm getting up tomorrow at 6 a.m. and I'm out the house all day, what am I gonna consume? I'm not, am I just gonna think, oh, I'll just wing it and grab this while I'm out? Do I not even think about it until I get hungry? You know, can I make some overnight oats that I just put in my bag? Can I take a portion of fruit with me? Will I get a sandwich while I'm out? And then can I wait till I get home for dinner? What will dinner be? Um, that might actually sound like quite a lot, but we have to always eat, so, we're always going to be choosing food at some point and if we can plan it before we need to eat it then we're going to put ourselves in a better position to stay on track so number one planning number two um, and again this is if you're not doing these things then you're probably not going to reach your goals number two self-assessment or a weekly check-in if you're working with a coach you'll definitely have a weekly check-in um, stroke a self-assessment which is what a weekly check-in really is um, and if you're not working with a coach, again, sitting down at the end of the week or just taking five minutes to think, okay, what happened last week? How did I, how could I improve? Did I go off track? Where did I go off track? Why did I go off track? Can I create a strategy to overcome that? And it doesn't have to be a, a big complicated strategy. It could just be, I get up really early to go to work and then I get really hungry and I just grab a bar of chocolate and, and a coffee. It could, the strategy for that could be to prepare something the night before that you can eat in the morning, either once you get to work or just to grab on the go. Um, so the self-assessment is really important because 
If you're not doing a self-assessment, again, you're just going into each week not thinking about the process, not thinking about what you're doing, okay? And then you may not have done things that are necessary to work towards your goals in the previous week, and then you're just gonna continue to do those in the next week, but feel that something's not working for you or feel frustrated by the process. Whereas if you sit down at the end of the week and you have a check-in, that's you looking back at the previous week and seeing where you need to improve. So don't miss your self-assessment or your, your weekly check-in. It's really, really important that you are keeping your eyes open to what's going on around you and sort of not pulling the wool over your eyes. You're saying, okay, well, I need to improve this, this and this. And the more you do it, the easier it will become. And the more it will be a natural thing just to think, oh, okay, so last week this happened. Um, I didn't have time for lunch, I got super hungry and grabbed something on the way home, to, oh, I had a protein bar, I ate that on the way home, and then when I got back, I had my dinner planned and I just made and ate that. So always thinking about doing your self-assessment is really important. Next, these are not necessarily in any specific order, but number three, um, if you're not doing these things, then you're probably not going to reach your goals. Being patient, this possibly could be at the top as well. Um, a lot of people are not patient enough. So you're not necessarily going to see the fruits of your labor from day to day and from week to week, but you still need to be doing all of the processes, the process goals, the things that are required to work towards your goals. So if you are staying within your calories, getting some daily activities by walking and moving, um, doing a few resistance training workouts per week, um, consuming adequate protein, consuming uh, vegetables and fruits throughout the day, then you're going to be definitely getting a result, but it may not show up in how you look visually, definitely and probably not on the scale. And, you know, because you're maybe doing all of the things that I just mentioned that are required and then at the end of a few days or a week you don't feel that you have got a visual result you just stop because you think it's not working when it is working but you just need to have a little bit more patience with the process it definitely takes at the beginning uh, a few weeks to get into things you know if you are just starting to diet takes time to understand and learn how to do that. It's not just a case of everything falls into place immediately. You know, it, it's a skill um, and it's something that you need to grow and nurture over a period of time. So if you are doing the things that I've just previously mentioned, you are getting a result. You're gonna start feeling more energy, feeling, um, you know, more confident in yourself. You're gonna trust yourself and your decisions more um, based around food. You're gonna feel that you have more control and those things are also benefits that are separate from how you look and your scale weight and your measurements um, and if you do those things over time that I mentioned um, protein vegetables more steps resistance training consistently over time you will get a result you just need to be patient a lot of the time people will definitely um, not definitely, but people do give up within a short period of time, let's say within two weeks, because they haven't had a substantial result. 
when they're really probably just around the corner from everything starting to come together and you just need to really hang in there and when you feel like it's not working just keep it going talk to your coach about the way you feel and let them help you to stay on track and keep doing it because it will work if you just simply practice some patience and trust in the process number four not recording your progress so again um, people will reach out saying um, maybe they're frustrated or something's not working or they've put in a lot of effort but they haven't taken any time to do any progress pictures they haven't done any measurements and they stopped completely stopped weighing themselves and I know just in the previous point I was saying about scale weight not being the only indicator but over time your scale weight should be trending in a downward um, direction so it is still important to take that although it doesn't show results from day to day and necessarily from week to week over a short period of time you need to be recording your progress so that you can see if you have made any progress towards your fat loss goal because if you're not taking any measurements if you're not taking any photos then you may still be looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking you know what it's been a month or six weeks or eight weeks and I haven't had any result whatsoever and I'm doing everything right you will have had a result but if you're not tracking any kind of progress then it's only going from what your mind remembers things to be so it's important to record your progress number five not getting in any daily activity so getting in daily activity again is really important when you're working towards fat loss and it's really important when you're not you know that's the uh, cardio work um, that's your non-exercise activity it's what you do when you're not doing a workout so as an example you might work out two days a week four days a week there are seven days in the week you could be expending more energy or burning more calories on a daily basis by getting in your daily steps so anything below 5,000 steps if that's all you can do then that's okay but we really want to be pushing above 5,000 and getting closer to 10 this doesn't have to be a planned walk okay this can be activity from just moving around the house um, you know just thinking about being more active when you get in from work do you just oh, sit down and then stay there or you know could there be things that you need to do need to get from upstairs need to get from another room do you need something from the shop could you walk there do you need to take the car could you take the stairs just thinking about these things to increase your daily activity is going to be really really beneficial um, for not only your physical health but also your mental health you know having that time to go for a walk for a lot of people is quite therapeutic and gives them a chance to clear their head um, and also my top tip for when if you do decide to go for an actual planned walk to increase your daily activity you know you can also use it as a time to either relax and unwind by listening to an audiobook or a podcast about something that you're interested in or I always use them as a double sort of whammy to get in my steps and daily activity but also to listen to an educational podcast something that um, obviously a topic that I'm interested in so I, I love that as well about um, going for a planned walk although it doesn't have to be a planned walk 
So um, daily activity is really important. Don't dismiss going for a walk or moving around more. Um, people think that it's only, they only burn calories when they work out at the gym, when in actual fact you probably will burn more calories by getting in 10,000 steps a day than you will in a 45 minute um, workout. Forgetting why you started. So a lot of the time people just start to feel, I don't know what the exact word is, um, they start to feel frustrated with the process, like it's, um, I guess, almost like a, a burden on, on them and it's like something that they don't want to do and they're like, oh, tracking calories is annoying, oh, I don't have time to go for a walk, oh, I, I can't be bothered or I would rather enjoy my time relaxing in the evening, watching Netflix and making an effort to go to the gym. Um, and then they start to feel that all of these things are just something that's annoying in their life. Whereas we need to go back and remember, like, why did you start wanting to improve your health? Why did you start to want to improve your body composition? There was obviously a reason why you wanted that. And sometimes you need to stop and think, okay, tracking my calories, oh, it's so annoying and I don't have time for this. But then that's gonna help you to reach your goal. So you need to stop and think, hang on a minute, this is gonna really, this is, these are all things that are gonna help me to improve my health, to improve my performance, to improve the way that I look, my body composition. This is something that I wanted to do because, and then you can think about the reasons why you wanted it. Um, it could be just something as you wanted to, you know, fit into a certain dress, you wanted to lose some body fat. You know, for some people, maybe they want to improve, or hopefully everybody should want to improve their health overall. You know, thinking about the long-term benefits of, um, exercise and improving your diet as you age you know it's going to definitely help to keep you more mobile it's uh, going to reduce injuries and it's going to make you feel really good so i think going back to the reason why why you wanted to do it when you're feeling that there are things that are frustrating you and you don't want to do okay so always remembering why we want what we have started to work towards Okay, number six, resistance training. If you're not resistance training, then depending on your goal, obviously I work with the majority of people that want to lose body fat. You can lose body fat without resistance training. Okay, that's completely possible. And if going to the gym or working out at home, you're not able to do that, then getting daily activity is fine. But if you really want to have, if you really want to change your physique, then you do need to do resistance training. It's super important. It doesn't have to be hours or hours and hours each week. You just simply need to check your schedule and set aside the time that you can use to train. Something along the lines of three sessions per week, 30 to 45 minutes, would be adequate. Lifting weights throughout that session each week, thinking about, you know, um, lifting a little bit heavier, maybe doing more reps, doing more sets, having a better technique, and doing it over time. Again, um, resistance training, which is where you'll be retaining muscle that you've already got, potentially building 
more muscle as well takes time so again it just comes back to that part about being patient so resistance training is super important um, part of transforming I guess the way that your body actually looks so if you were just to diet without resistance training you would lose weight but maybe you wouldn't have the appearance of firmness in the skin because you might lose body fat but you wouldn't have underneath that fat much muscle to show for it and obviously muscle has a different composition to fat so it's much firmer and smoother next not taking advice thinking that it won't work for you without actually doing it so um yeah a, a lot of people will come to a coach or they'll just see stuff online or they'll read things and they'll just immediately think no that's not going to work for me um, and, and a prime example of that is sometimes I work with people and perhaps they don't take time to go through some of the advice or take the advice that has been offered out there and they'll come back to me and go so I've decided that um, I'm just going to have two meals a day um, it really works for me or they'll say I've just cut out all carbs and I'm not eating any sugar and candy and then they'll come back and say that and that's definitely not the message that I'm getting across and I think that that way of thinking is perhaps what you know and what you've always known and it's like a really strong belief for you that cutting out carbs or just going to two meals a day is going to be something that's going to work for you and be sustainable yes in the first week you might drop scale weight from cutting out carbohydrates from only eating two meals a day because you have reduced the overall amount of food that you're consuming but for that to have longevity or to be sustainable well it's not going to have longevity and it's not going to be sustainable because you're going to probably want to eat carbohydrates again you're definitely going to want to eat more than two meals a day for sure so when you reintroduce eating more than two meals a day when you reintroduce eating carbohydrates your weight's going to go up you're going to get disappointed you're going to want that big drop again so you're going to do the same thing again the next week and you're never ever going to bring your you're never ever going to work towards your goal if, if this is the mindset. You need to really look at what, have, what advice have I been given? Am I actually taking that advice? Um, and if I'm not, why? And if I don't want to, can I say to my coach, look, I think that for me, cutting out carbohydrates is going to be the best option. And then we can have a chat about it. And I can explain to you perhaps why that might not work in the long term. Um, but yes, just remembering to just try to also think am I taking the advice or am I just doing what I think is best and then if I'm doing what I think is best what's the point in me having a coach or what's the point in me reading certain books or finding out information when I'm not going to actually use that next number nine oh no number eight <laughs> number eight enjoying your life now so you know you don't have to wait until you get reach your goal to enjoy your enjoy your life and i think a lot of people think oh yeah when i when i lose a, a stone or when i lose 5 kilos or when i lose 10 kilos or when i lose 20 pounds then i'm going to be buying these clothes and going out and everyone's going to see me and i'm going to look like this and i'm going to get compliments and then everything's going to be amazing and it just simply doesn't work like that how you probably 
you know, you don't want to be waiting until you reach a goal that could take a long time to feel that you can enjoy yourself. So just remember just to sort of do everything that you want to do now, enjoy your life now, live your life now. Don't think that once you reach your goal, you're going to be happier and things are going to change because they probably won't. Um, I mean, you, you may feel healthier and you may, you may feel happier, obviously, because you've improved your health. But if you're waiting for that to happen, I think, you know, there's no point in being unhappy on the journey to getting to where you want to be. Try to enjoy every moment of it. And um, yeah, that was number nine, uh, number eight, sorry. I'm going to move away from this now. It's gone on a little bit longer than I thought it would be. So next, I'm so busy at work or I'm away from work um, and I can't stay on track. I'm going to start again next week. I hear this all the time. Um, um, people just throw it off like, so I'll be like, I, I have been so busy this week. I just haven't had time to think about it. I haven't had time to do anything. I'm going to start again next week. I'm working away for, for work this week uh, and it's really busy and I'm, just, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start again next week. And then they just drop that in um, their feedback like that's kind of a, a valid reason to completely stop. And I think that when we get busy, we still have to eat. <laughs> that, that's not gonna change. When people say that to me, oh, I've just been too busy this week, I, I, I couldn't do it and I'm gonna start again next week. I just think, well, you're still going to eat three or four meals a day. Why can you not make a choice that's in line with your goals? Why do you have to completely stop and say, I'm putting this on hold for a week, you know? For long-term results, it has to be something that you do consistently, regardless of whether or not you feel that you can do it perfectly. So when you're away for work, when you are busy for a week, I think you need to stop and think, am I using this as an excuse because I can't be bothered? Am I using this as an excuse because I don't want to do it? Like, why, why do I think that I need to stop because I'm not in my usual routine? Um, and every time you stop, potentially just setting yourself back, not just a week, but you're setting yourself up from building those really important habits and behaviors that are going to sustain all of this long term um, because eventually what you're learning now will be become quite normal for you to look at meals have it, am i eating enough vegetables have i eaten fruits today am i eating enough protein and balancing it out without tracking and thinking about it too much as you have to in the beginning so i think that if you're away for work or you're having a super busy week before you even go away for the week for work, you should be sitting down and thinking, right, where am I staying? Can I contact the hotel? Is there a mini fridge? What's the menu like? How will I stay on track this week? Because you will be able to. Can I buy some protein shakes? Am I gonna be in and out of conferences? What kind of food's gonna be there? Maybe I will eat it, but I'll make sure that before I go, I have um, you know, a super healthy breakfast in line with my goals. And then I'll make sure I do the same for dinner. Um, and then I can consume whatever there is if there's a buffet, if you're at conferences and stuff. But again, coming back to planning for that, just because you're away for a week doesn't mean that you shouldn't plan. Okay. Um, also, another, just one more thing related to that is that you should still try to stay active. Okay, so if you're 
busy for the week, you're not going to be able to get in the gym, even if you're away on vacation, which I'm not talking about right now, but it's kind of the same principles. You want to try to stay as active as possible, getting in those steps, going for walks and so on. So a diet isn't something that should be on or off. Diet is actually the word for um, everything that we eat and drink is, is, is our diet. All of the foods and drinks that we have make up our diet. So we don't want to be on or off. And I'm just reading my notes here, sorry. Not only really. Oh. <laughs> so we should only be thinking about these things when we want to lose weight. So, oh, I'm on a diet at the moment. Um, it should be more, you know, you can't be on a diet and then off a diet. We're either, it's not something that you just stop and then pick up again, or it shouldn't be. It should be something that you're always thinking about, you know, could I improve the meal that I'm going to have? Could I be more active? Have I done my workouts this week? You know, if you're going to have a week where maybe those things aren't necessarily as perfect as you would have liked, it doesn't matter. You still do them. So you can still get amazing results if you are practicing imperfect action. So just because you can't do everything perhaps in a way that you wanted to doesn't mean that you're off your diet that week, doesn't mean that everything's ruined. Um, so trying to just change your mindset to being on a diet and off a diet, everything should start to sort of come together and just be the way that you eat your food rather than feeling that on or off a diet feeling. Okay, are you making excuses or do you genuinely not have time? And I wanted to put this in here because I think it's important also to ask yourself, am I actually making an excuse or do I genuinely not have time to do the things that are needed? Because obviously I have had, I ask people to give me a self-assessment each week, send me a check-in um, and from that they put the reasons perhaps why what they could improve. They don't put the reason why they didn't do anything. They put what they could improve in the following week. And then a lot of the time people will give a summary and they'll say how their week was. And some of the things that are written in there, I, I do often think, hmm, that I think feel like if, it's not up to me to say you're making an excuse because I, I, I generally don't think that that is how people feel when they say things. But I think that if we were open and honest with ourselves and said, did I not do that because I am too busy? Did I not do that because I'm overwhelmed? Or am I making excuses, you know? Do you have time to, or do you sit down and watch Netflix in the evening? Do you sit down um, when you wake up in the morning or throughout the day and go on Instagram? Um, are you on Facebook? Are you on social media? because I'm saying those things because they can become quite time consuming. Whereas some of the things that you need to do to stay on track are way less time consuming than the time you spend watching three episodes on Netflix or scrolling on your phone for 20 minutes. It only takes five minutes to, it takes less than five minutes. It takes about a minute to track a meal in MyFitnessPal. You know, it, it takes around 10 minutes to plan your food for the whole week. So realistically, let's say we give you a bit of extra time. 20, you can't find 20 minutes a week to plan 
your food and then potentially five minutes a day to track your food. You know, that's less than one hour just to plan everything that you need to do to stay on track for the whole week and reach the goal that you have been working for, to or working towards for maybe years, but you don't have an hour a week to sort of sit down and, and do the things that I've just mentioned. So just thinking about, you know, am I being completely honest with how much time that I have and am I maybe making an excuse for not being able to do things because it feels like a challenge or maybe in the beginning it feels a little bit like, oh, a little bit boring. I go through it myself all the time if I want to track a meal, I sometimes say, oh, and then I just sit down and take like literally one minute and put it in and I'm like, oh, and then at the end of the day I've got my meals and I feel really happy with myself. I see exactly what's been going on, where I'm at and how I feel and if I have enough energy and all of the things that the goals that I'm working towards, I can see through the nutrition that I'm consuming. Okay, next. Okay, learning to enjoy exercise and why taking the focus off uh, results and placing it on other things are going to be beneficial for you. So basically, again, this comes down to, this is in the same group as the nutrition part. When we are exercising, people want to get a result really, really quickly. And they, if that doesn't happen, they can start to see exercise as something that isn't working for them or something that they don't need to set aside time to do because they don't see the benefits of it quickly um, and then sometimes they can start to not enjoy it and you have to really enjoy the things that you're doing to sustain them long term so learning to take your bring your focus to the weight that you're lifting so each week are you able to lift a little bit more that should be the challenge to be able to increase your weights over time so you become stronger. Maybe you can't increase your weights every week, but maybe you did 10 reps last week and this week, oh, you can do 12. Or maybe you push it up a little bit more. Um, sets, so maybe you did all of your exercises for three sets and in four weeks time, you can do all of those for four sets. So you're increasing there as well, making progress. And then finally, your technique, your tempo. Are you rushing through your exercises, trying to do them as quickly as possible so you can finish your workout? That's not going to be beneficial. Taking your time to do the exercises in a controlled manner is also going to be very beneficial and also working on your technique. And you may not know that if your technique is good or bad, but I'm sure that if you are new to exercise or you do not train a lot or you have taken a long break from exercise, then your technique 100% is going to be something that you definitely need to work on. I welcome anyone to send me a video of their training of a certain exercise uh, if you would like me to give you any tips and let you know what your um, technique is like. So um, don't dismiss working on technique and thinking about the tempo or the speed at which you're lifting. And then the, the last thing I wanted to mention, this has gone on a little bit long, is how do I get rid of cellulite? So cellulite is when connective tissue pulls down on accumulated fat and causes the skin to look dimpled. Cellulite is completely normal and everyone has it. So things that don't work for cellulite, wraps, body wraps and creams. It is, cellulite is under 
the skin or it's inside your body, it's part of your body. You can't scrub or draw that out of your body. Um, drinking lots of water or drinking adequate water is good for your health, but it does have no impact on the appearance of these tissues, okay? Um, massage is not gonna change or smooth away cellulite. Again, massage might make you feel good, um, and all of that oil that's moisturized, nice moisturized skin after you might think, yeah, my skin looks great, but the cellulite that you have will not be diminished and it will not go from any kind of massage. Um, things that do help, reducing your body fat, resistance training with weights, because um, obviously muscle and fat are different in composition. So if we're losing fat, we're gaining muscle, then our skin is gonna look firmer and we'll have less fat, which is how cellulite is um, formed underneath the skin. Fat is soft and pliable, whilst muscle is firm and holds its shape. So you wanna be eating fruits, vegetables, and consuming adequate protein. Um, thank you very much for listening. I'm going to cut it now. It's gone on a little bit longer than I thought. It would be much shorter. And I hope everybody has a fabulous week. And please, sorry, I've said a lot of ands today. Um, have a great week and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye-bye.